Hey again, welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright everyone, uh, today I'm here to talk about a movie that I'm super excited to discuss. It's something that I've been wanting to watch for a while. Um, I have s- sometimes, it's it's not like, uh, I don't know, I don't do a podcast like Flophouse or something, or, or like I don't, I'm not like the nostalgia critic, like I don't actively seek out bad movies a lot of the times just to make fun of them uh so i don't really have that deep-rooted love for bad movies but i am a fan every once in a while and there's a certain movie that garnered a reputation uh once the internet became more prevalent uh as sort of the citizen kane of bad movies so if like citizen kane is the greatest movie ever made then the room would be like the worst movie ever made i would argue that there's some stuff that's probably worse but it's definitely one of the most hilarious examples of a fascinatingly, fascinatingly misguided uh, adventure into filmmaking. So um, I knew of the movie, and I knew of its very interesting reputation and odd history, the creators behind it, and their very, uh, I'll call it um, non... I was gonna say non sequitur. That's not that's not the word I'm thinking of, but um, non traditional, non traditional story. And so I definitely knew of the movie and what it kind of what its stance in pop culture was. And so when this movie was announced, and you know you saw trailers for it and all the stuff, and I was you know I was totally into it. Like I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. That looks like an interesting and funny movie. And then. It came out and everyone loved it like you know it was getting great reviews and and it was probably one of the like singled out as one of the better movies of 2017 but around that time for whatever reason I I didn't see it it was was three years ago now so that would have been I would have been like 12 so maybe I wasn't watching as many R-rated movies especially not comedies but I'm really not sure why I never got to see it but I just never got around to it and then couple couple weeks ago it hit Netflix or at least hit my recommendations and I was super excited to check it out so I finally cleared out my schedule one morning and I laid down with my dog and I was like we're we're watching this and I gotta tell you I love it I absolutely love this movie it was really 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 good Uh, I was immediately drawn in by the chemistry between Dave and James Franco uh, it was really, really magnetic, and the way that they play those characters is is really uh, it feels genuine. Like they feel like real people, and I love how they they've become uh, the people that they're playing. Like um, Greg and and Tommy, they sort of have become like these mythic figures in the in entertainment. Not not like a Steven Spielberg or something like known for making good things, but known for making sort of very strange uh sort of bad things in most cases and they've become kind of legendary in their their own way they've carved out their own niche and a lot of times when someone especially someone with such a recognizable personality like uh like Tommy Wiseau once they reach a certain level of popularity any actor who's trying to do a comedic version of them it can often just devolve into into kind of lackluster parody or like a just a kind of a cheap impression and I like how it doesn't feel like that for either of them they seem like they approached it as playing just another character rather than impersonating a uh, a for like a, a figure and I really I really enjoyed that I was really impressed by both of their performances and I was 
uh, I was incredibly, incredibly impressed by um, by the directing. James Franco, if I'm not mistaken, not mistaken, this was his first movie. I'm I'm pretty sure that the first movie that he directed, but I think he directed the hell out of it. I mean, this is a really really fantastic movie. It was incredibly well paced and um, you know whatever collaborating he did with the thirty nine credits, huh? These can't be feature films, documentary, TV movie. Huh. He actually did a few things before, but a lot of it's like shorts. None of it's like big movies like this. The Broken Tower? What's that? No way. No way. I had no idea. I had absolutely no idea. How? What? It's like some black and white art film. What the heck? How did I not know about this? I had no idea that he was he was starting to break into writing and directing too. That's really really cool because I really I really like him as an actor, but I also really liked him as a director. This was really impressive, and um, and I also like how he he doesn't tend to give himself uh like the the spotlight a lot of the time and. He definitely doesn't give himself all the big moments. I thought that was really cool because a lot of times, you know, once actors become directors and they're directing themselves, you get a lot of, like, ego involved and you get a, um, you know, it's just kind of natural where if you can control yourself and, like, and also everyone else, like, you can kind of, no one has, like, superior say than you do. You can kind of just shape everybody around you and you can, you know, manipulate it to make it more the movie that you as an actor want it to be if that makes any sense and it's just natural you know that would happen to anyone and it doesn't always happen a lot of times there are good examples of actors and directors but a lot of times there are also examples of actors overstepping their boundaries and just like nightmare stories from set where things just don't run smoothly because those roles mix in a way that doesn't blend for a good combination but I think in this case he does a really good job of giving a lot of the really great moments to to Dave Franco and I'm not really familiar with Dave Franco's work. I don't think I could tell you anything else that he's in. But uh I do think that he was he turned in a really great performance here and um everything that you know, every emotional beat he needed to hit, I think he hit it pretty well and um and just living in in this character, you know, I think he did a really great job and I don't know to what degree like you know, they collaborated on that, or how much he was directed by James Franco, or whatnot, I obviously wasn't, you know, on set for, for that, but, like, he, you know, their collaboration meshed really, really well on screen, and, you know, off screen, how he was directed to play moments and everything, it just, it just works really well, and the movie has this really fun, natural feeling, like, it feels... It feels like you are kind of opening a window into these people's lives and you're just watching them go through their day-to-day and like conversations they would actually have and and then it also does a really great job of functioning as a story because it's telling you you know it's giving you a linear progression and things they do follow a, a traditional act structure and I really felt all of that because they'd done such a great job of building up the characters and the and the script is very clever and very witty and very fast-paced, and I really appreciated that. And then just the way they filled out all these roles and just some of the bit players and stuff, 
Um, that was all really, really cool. And I think everybody turns in really great performances. There's no one I would single out as, as bad in this movie. And I just love seeing these people's relationships like grow and change in the way everyone regards Johnny at first, but then the way it kind of it gets twisted as the as the movie goes on and then they have their big falling out at the end and then the way that um that Greg kind of arcs and he he like tries to distance himself from all that from that chapter of his life he really tries to to close that section of the book but then he kind of reopens it and lets it back into his life attends the premiere and then he's able to kind of change Tommy's mind and give him a newfound appreciation for um, you know, the movie, which they did not see it as he in- intended it. Like, the audience did not see eye-to-eye eye with Tommy on how, you know, what he had in mind when he made the movie, but I like that at the end, Greg was able to give him a new perspective. That was really, really cool, and I just love seeing the the weird, like, I listened to um, this podcast called uh, We Regret to Inform You, and it's about, like, the the ways that certain big celebrities built their success. So people like the most recent episode was Ed Sheeran and then before that was it was Lady Gaga and they've done ones on like Stephen King and, and like a lot of really heavy hitters and I think what's interesting to me is that a lot of times they make decisions that seem crazy uninformed and just like just the worst decisions where you feel like if you you know, if you zigged when you you could have zagged you you might have like totally change this and it just seems like the more rational decision is the one they didn't make but then obviously you look at them now and be like well apparently that was the right decision like apparently Ed Sheeran was right to sleep under bridges and couch surf for years just trying to build himself up and now he's one of the you know one of the biggest singers in in pop and like in I'd honestly say just in music in general right now he's just reached an insane level of success and that's really awesome but if you were to look at it at the time, you'd be like, well, he's on the path to nowhere. And I think that's really interesting that you see you see it here, too, except you're, you're kind of on Greg's side when it's like, if you're looking at it realistically, his mom is definitely more rational, but just the way they've like very concisely built up this relationship and the way they've kind of molded this friendship to be something that you really empathize with and something you can relate to it makes you feel like oh yeah what are you doing in san francisco go to la if he's got a place like what are you doing and and they just go and it seems like yeah obviously that's probably probably not the greatest decision but then you you know at the same time you're totally on board with it so i appreciated that the movie did a good job of like showing that firsthand and making you understand from their perspective all the decisions they were making and why they were making them. I thought that was really, really cool. And I appreciated that the movie went there. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I just, it was really funny. It was really fun to see uh, all these relationships play out. The script was great. The directing was great. The performances were great. The chemistry between all the actors was really, really good. And I love the way you could see the this relationship kind of ebb and flow and how it was really amazing at first. And then it kind of dips down and then it comes back in a really interesting way where they're sort of, they're not totally friends, but they're still like rebuilding some of the bridges that they, they burned. And that was all really satisfying to see. It was, it was a, it was a really, really fun and really entertaining movie. I will also say that the way they were able to recreate a lot of the moments from the room 
incredibly impressive. Like the when they were showing the scenes side by side, I was like, that, that is really, really cool. Because I know from my memory, oh yeah, that is super reminiscent of that. But then when you actually get to see, you know, like side by side, what they both look like, I was, I was so impressed because like, I, just the level of dedication to, to get it framed perfectly, to get all the costumes right, to get the lighting to match up, to get the, the shade of paint and the wall behind him to look the same way. And there's obviously a few differences, like different pattern on, on, you know, um, the disaster artist version of like somebody's tie or like the address versus the actual the room the actual movie you know it looked a little different or like maybe the the green screened in background is like a slightly different angle but it, it all still matches up really really well and especially if you're just going off memory you're like wow they did an amazing job and it it's awesome like i'm truly impressed by that i have no idea how like how do you how do you get it to to like the framing and just the amount of adjustments they must have had to do to like ah not quite right and mm, yeah maybe okay that's probably gonna do it but like I don't know just the dedication to that that was really really cool and I don't think that I would be able to do the same thing but yeah this is awesome this is a really really great movie I don't know why I slept on it for three years but if you did the same thing definitely go check it out it's on Netflix right now it's a hundred percent worth your time. I would at least recommend watching a review of The Room first. Maybe you don't have to watch the whole movie. It's, you know, obviously fabled for being bad. So you're not going to have the greatest time unless you go into it expecting that. But if you, like, at least watch, like, a history of The Room or just something very short, maybe funniest moments, so you kind of have a familiarity with with what they're making in this movie, I think that would that would maybe help just to brush up on that before you go in. I'd probably make it a little funnier and, and just add to the experience. But in general, I don't know if you really need that because this movie does a great job of standing on its own. Oh, and by the way, where is he from? Where is Tommy Wiseau from? And where did he make all that money? Because I was, I was wondering if it would be like, oh, I didn't know this about him, but maybe he was like some sort of criminal or he was in debt and like wouldn't admit it. But the car, the apartment he's just been sitting on in another city in freaking LA, dude. I feel like LA, you know, it's not New York in terms of rent, but it's got to be like on the low end, like, I don't know, $2,000 a month, especially for like the views they had, like the area of the city they were in. I don't know, man, that's got to be a, that's got to be a lot per month. But then, um, like, I don't know. It's so weird to me that he won't tell you. There's a part of me that that likes keeping the mystery of like where'd you get that money to finance the movie and where are you from there's a part of me that totally understands why you would do that but it's so so suspicious uh, well not suspicious like in a kind of funny way i don't know it's just such a weird thing to me that he still won't tell you after all these years that's such a weird thing but um it was also funny to me when they were like saying that and he, you know they have the running joke of like what accent and all that stuff i was like because he won't tell you and that's so weird but anyway that's just kind of a, a little sidebar but but seriously though where is he from i i really like racked my brain and i was like i don't know what accent that is i feel like maybe he's making it up that can't be a real accent but 
I'm obviously kidding. That's that's not true, but it's so so strange to me. Also, the diner scene is so funny. Anyway, there's so many scenes in this movie that are so funny. It's awesome. It's really really good. You you gotta watch it. Just watch it. It's so good. All right. Anyway, sorry. I will. I'll stop talking now. I'm letting this run a little bit longer than I I wanted to, but. Regardless, before I get out of here, I wanted to say that I'm grateful for an incredibly productive day. I've been back to work, back to work, like, slammed, dude. We've been we've been really, really busy, which is good. Uh, you know, it's very fulfilling, and I've been making a lot of money, which is really awesome because, it, you know, when I'm not working, I'm not making, like, anything. Obvious. Yeah, idiot, when you don't work, you don't make money. Oh, my God. Anyway, you know what I mean. You know what I'm trying to say. It is, it's... It's good to have my own source of income now and to not have to rely on my parents for everything. I really appreciate that. But then, you know, at the same time, there are times where I'm like, holy crap, I need to just lay down for maybe the rest of my life. But uh, but at the end of the day, I definitely do feel better. And it's very fun for me to have somewhere that I, I like to go every day and a way for me to make money and keep myself busy. It's all really great. And I'm I'm grateful that I can do that. And just in general, today was a very productive day. Everything lined up well. Get this recording session in. I got a workout in, all that kind of stuff. It was really good. I'm glad that uh, it did, the day fell into place the way it did. So, if you like this episode and you want to hear more, uh, consider subscribing. And while you're there, wherever you're, whatever app you're using, I would love it if you'd leave a review. Uh, five stars would be super appreciated, but whatever you feel seems fair, you can do it right in app, and it really helps out the show. Uh, if you want to follow the show on Instagram, you can do that at Movies and More Pod. That's where I post updates on new episodes and what the topics of discussion will be. If you want to follow me personally at, on Instagram, that's at gavandrealy1. And if you want to email the show, that's at moviesandmorepod at gmail.com. If you want to find the hub for all of that, uh, you can visit my website at www.moviesandmorepod.com. And uh, you can check out all kinds of fun stuff there. I post articles and uh, new episodes and... Um, that's where you can like find all the links to contact me and stuff. It's a it's a good hub for everything that I talk about at the end of the show here. And then on top of that, uh, I I try to keep keep posting articles. There's a bunch of stuff from uh, that I just kind of had sitting there that I just ended up releasing. But then there's also stuff that I try to keep it updated. I post lists and sometimes I do news topics. I'll do trailer breakdowns. I'll do written reviews of movies. All kinds of stuff. It's a lot of fun, so please go check that out. Uh, I've been trying to hold myself to a schedule recently, and I think I'd like to finalize it, that I'm going to do episodes, new episodes, on Tuesday and Thursday every week. And then uh, I try to keep post an article maybe Wednesday? I don't know. At least once a week, I want to try to post an article. Uh, this week's article, uh, whenever it'll come out, will be an op-ed about the Marvel movies aren't movies anymore. I'm just going to leave you with that. So... Anyway, uh, I will catch you in the next one. Thank you, as always, for listening. And until next time... <laughs> Dang it. It's not true. Wait, I didn't hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. I probably sound like I just had a mental breakdown, unless you know the reference. So just go watch the movie. But uh, But yeah, peace. See you next time.
You know what I think is hilarious is that right now I'm on the IMDb page for The Disaster Artist, and uh, that's something I just like to do for any review that I do because I think it's really helpful to have all the cast and crew and everything like right there available to me if I need to talk about them. But I think in particular this page is funny because it's giving me an ad for Knives Out, which, um, I mean, listen, every device that you own is listening to you all the time. They should know I've already seen it more than once and really love it, but whatever. But then also, I think it's funny that uh, the credit, like the above the above the line credit, right over the title is Daniel Craig, and then it says Knives Out. Um, like that's a that is a star-studded cast. Like you have crazy heavy hitters in that cast, and you settled on Daniel Craig, who's arguably not even the main character, but you know whatever. Uh, why don't you just go with like Brian Johnson's Knives Out or something? That's so weird to me. Anyway, back to the actual podcast.